Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's episode will be a solo episode because I've wanted to talk about body image for quite some time. I think it's something that has impacted or affected every individual on this earth at some point in time. And the reason I think it's becoming more and more important to discuss body image is because we are constantly exposed, you know, even before social media existed, to all of these unrealistic beauty standards. And I think that that is something that progressively over time has become more prevalent and has created more pressure and stress on all of our lives. And so I think these are conversations that we need to be having with our friends, our family, and honestly with ourselves. The importance of developing healthy body image and feeling comfortable in your body and feeling good about the way you look affects our lives day to day. And so judging your self-worth based on your physical appearance is something that I have rewired my brain over the years to reject because your self-worth is not based off of your physical appearance. But obviously, it's much easier said than done. And so as far as body image goes, there's really four kind of main aspects that we as humans use to determine whether we are worthy. The first is the way you see yourself, your perception of yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? The second would be the way you feel about yourself because you can look in the mirror and see something, but the way you feel might not align with that and can definitely influence the way you see yourself. So that's why the way you feel about yourself is equally as important as the way you see yourself. And thirdly, the thoughts and beliefs you feel about yourself. This is more so regarding self-talk. How do you speak to yourself? How do you speak about yourself? You know, you can look in the mirror and think, oh, I look ugly today. And saying it is one thing, but then also you know, you're hanging out with your friends and you say, oh, I look like shit today. The way we think about ourselves and the beliefs we have about ourselves also play a huge role in our body image and the way we view our bodies. And lastly, the things we do in relation to the way we look. So, you know, if you think that you've gained weight, you might then suddenly start excessively exercising or, you know, going on some crazy diet or getting a ton of, uh, you know, injectables or plastic surgery or whatever it may be, which all of those things are fine as long as you are doing it with a healthy mindset. Because again, all of these things are connected. The perception, the behaviors, all of these things go hand in hand. And so in order to have healthy self-image and body image, you need to consider all of these factors in order to achieve a healthier perception of yourself. 
So the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is changes in your body. Now, changes are always happening. I mean, listen to any song that's ever used the word change and, you know, you'll know that things are always changing and our bodies are always changing and our skin is always changing. Our hair, our everything is constantly changing and as humans, we really we really are our worst critics, I think. And I think the kindness and empathy and lens that we view other people is usually a bit kinder than the lens we use to view ourselves. And so, you know, in my experience, I'm 32 years old. My body has changed so much over the years. I mean, growing up, I was always pretty petite, pretty thin, um, just always a very, you know, small child. And once I hit puberty, my body didn't immediately change. But by the time I was 16 years old, I suddenly was like, what the fuck is going on? I have hips, I have a butt, I have boobs, you know, all of these curves and your face starts to change. And I think when you're a teenager, that's the most challenging time because everything is always so competitive and you're always comparing the way you look to the way your friends or your classmates or models on Instagram look. And I really find that when it comes to the changes in our body, learning to accept them is obviously the the healthy route, but it's not always doable and it's not always easy. And so, you know, From probably age 16 to 21, my body was, you know, kind of the same. And then my body started changing again in my early 20s. And then by the time I was 26, my body was in a place where I felt I looked my best. And in my mind, I was like, okay, great. I look my best. And this is just what I'm going to look like forever. And I just need to maintain my body, right? Obviously, that is not always possible because, you know, genetics play a role in that. Um, Your health plays a role in that. How active you are plays a role in that. Your metabolism plays a role in that. There's all of these things that play a role in the way your body changes. Um, And, you know, I'm sure you guys have, if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me talk about the changes in my body that I experienced when I turned 30. And I've always had pretty good self-esteem and I've always kind of liked the way I looked. You know, when I was a little bit scrawnier, I liked the way I looked. When I got some curves, I liked the way I looked. When I turned 25 or 26, that to me was the best I looked. And then... I turned 30 and suddenly my hips expanded, my waist got a little bit bigger, my butt got a little bit bigger, my everything just got a little bit bigger. My curves became more womanly. But of course, that's not the way I saw it. The way I saw it was I gained weight. I don't look the way I want to. None of my clothes fit me, which I also think is such a fucking huge part of all of this. 
sizing of clothing, scales, numbers, all of that shit. And so I was weighing myself at this time and I was like, well, I've never weighed this much before. This is the most I've ever weighed. And I was so fixated on that number on the scale. I was so fixated on the fact that I didn't fit into the size of pants that I once did. And to me, I just wanted to maintain that. I just wanted to look the way I looked when I was 25. And it wasn't even about, you know, the way my face was aging, because obviously, you know, as you get older, your face changes, you know, it usually slims out a little bit. Um, you start to lose a little bit of collagen and elasticity. So you knows it, notice more expression lines. I mean, I have, you know, the frown or smile lines around my mouth. And I think most women kind of also have been trained to be hyper aware of it because, you know, we see all of these highly edited and airbrushed images of women who have no expression lines on their face. And they're like, you know, basically baby infant faces. And even for me, someone who is in that industry and knows how much retouching goes into photos, you know, I still catch myself looking in the mirror and being like, oh, if only I didn't have these lines around my mouth and then you wear makeup and it settles into the lines and it only emphasizes them even more. But, you know, for me, that wasn't even my primary focus. I wasn't concerned about my face as much as I was concerned about my body because, again, you know, growing up, the the models and the people that I looked up to were, you know, your Kate Moss, your Gemma Ward, all of these tall, thin super skinny models. And, you know, I got to the point where I knew I would never look like them, but I wanted to be as close to that as possible. And luckily for me, I, I never took any extreme measures. I wasn't doing any crazy diets or anything like that, but I did really let myself get really caught up in the size of my pants. And I would complain about it all the time. I would tell all my friends about it all the time. My sister, I would look in the mirror. I would get so frustrated. I would periodically try to try on these jeans that I'm like, maybe they'll fit me today. Maybe they'll fit me today. And, and you know, thinking back and reflecting on it, I really regret allowing myself to get so caught up in that. And I feel like I was in that mindset for over a year of just not liking the way my body looked, wanting it to look the way it looked previously, and just constantly wishing and hoping and, and verbalizing that I am unhappy with my appearance. And I would say that that was probably the most challenging time for me. So I think that although your teen years are difficult, you know, your body image can change at any point, which is why building self-confidence is so crucial because I feel that as though if it weren't for that self-confidence that I had built over the years, I really could have gone down a very dark path, darker than the path that I was already on where I was being so critical and so hard on myself for not looking the way I did when I was 25. And you know, after a year and a half of me being so unhappy, I just 
something clicked in my head and I was like, Noor, why are you, why are you saying these things about yourself to yourself and to others? Why are you viewing yourself in this way? And once I had that conversation within myself, I almost instantly was able to really get on that path of accepting this new body that I have. And I started doing healthy things like buying clothes that would fit me properly rather than continuously trying to squeeze into clothes that no longer fit me. You know, I, I started dressing a little bit differently to cater to my new body type and to flatter this new body type because I do believe that regardless of your size, you can dress in a way that feels good. And, and when you're wearing things that you feel good in versus wearing things that you don't feel good in because they're squeezing and tugging and pulling, there's no way you're going to feel good. There's no way I could ever feel good in a pair of jeans that was cutting off my blood circulation. And as soon as I, you know, I, I placed an order on Levi's.com, I bought three new pairs of jeans. I can't even tell you how much better I felt wearing clothes that fit me where I didn't feel as though I was squeezed into them. And even that small change and that small acceptance of being like, this is what my body looks like now. I need to accept this. I need to buy new things that fit me. Wearing those things and feeling good in those things instantly. I stopped looking at myself in the mirror and feeling unhappy with my appearance and fixating on, you know, the curves in my body and all of these things that I simply could not change. And another thing that I started doing that I think helped with this, you know, acceptance of my own body was I started being active again. I started going to hot yoga regularly and it wasn't about losing weight. It was about feeling good and being active and physically, you know, challenging yourself and gaining muscle and strength. These are things that will make you feel good. Even if it's not, you know, going to change completely. It's not going to instantly make you develop all of this healthy body image or, you know, self-confidence, but it's a tool that helps guide you to the path of healthy body image. And I stopped looking at myself and wanting to look a different way. And I can't even make this up. Less than a year later, it's almost as if I, as soon as I accepted the way I looked and as soon as I started becoming comfortable with this new body, my, my body changed again. Just from the age of 30 to 32, my body changed again. And I lost some weight. I was on a medication that I didn't realize because I had been on it for so long. I guess that was a factor in me gaining that weight that changed my body. And when I switched that medication, my body started to look a little bit more like the way it did when I was 25. And I started losing weight. And it just kind of happened that way. And at first, I was really excited because I was like, oh, now I can wear all of those jeans and clothes that I couldn't wear before. Suddenly, I was looking a bit more the way I did before. The, 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 the image of myself that I was comfortable with and familiar with was coming back. 
And then something happened that I really didn't expect because, okay, so I gained weight. I hated it. A year and a half later, I accepted it. A few months later, I lost that weight again. I was so excited to be able to wear all of my old clothes. Oh, hello, future newer here. You just listened to a snippet of a Patreon solo exclusive episode of Arab American Psycho. And if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, you can go to patreon.com slash Arab American Psycho. And this episode is available to all three tiers. So regardless of what tier you choose to be, a solo stan, a psycho, or a rat, you can listen to the rest of this episode. And yeah, so I love you guys. And please don't kill me for doing this. I cannot stress this enough. Whether or not you're subscribed to my Patreon, I love you and I will continue to put out content that will be free and available to all on all streaming services. This particular episode is just it's just going to be a Patreon exclusive if you want to hear the rest. So I will have all of that information in the episode description. And I love you guys. Talk to you next Sunday. Bye.